0: Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting edge, industry focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go.
1: Hi there and welcome to Industrial Talk. Thank you very much for joining and thank you for your continued support of a platform that celebrates you. Industry professionals all around the world. Now this is a unique conversation is because I had the honor of being able to broadcast from an event called Hexagon Live in Las Vegas. Now we're going to be featuring Kevin Price. You might have heard him before in the past. He's with Hexagon. And we're going to just sort of lay out the update of what really took place. And I'll tell you one thing. There's a comment. Here's a comment. People are passionate. People were passionate at the event. Now, two words that really resonated. One, innovation, mad focus on innovation. And then two, sustainability, using that innovation, using that technology to achieve those sustainability goals. Let's get cracking with the conversation. Yeah, outside of the fact that it was about a five-mile-long venue, it was absolutely exciting to be there to see what is happening to to realize all of the innovation that is taking place within industry within hexagon and how that innovation is transforming businesses and and the world as we speak and you know what the most exciting part about it is that it's we're still at the tip of the iceberg this this energy is just permeating all aspects of industry from just every 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 part and it it was just an exciting time and and the people were absolutely on fire and excited so with that said let's get on with the review let's get on with the update kevin price enjoy the conversation all right kevin welcome back to industrial talk how are you doing
0: i'm doing great man it's good to see you again
1: yeah it's good to be seen Good to see you. When we were at Hexagon Live, it was great to see you. You're much taller in person than you are on video. Just up one. Well,
0: minute. you're supposed to say, you know, taller, better looking, thinner,
1: oh, a just lot just more
0: svelte. To... Come on, man, don't stop yeah. there.
1: Chiseled, chiseled. Sort
0: of. <laughs> <laughs> I Haven't been called chiseled in a long time.
1: Well, yeah. I'll take it there you go. Take it, chiseled. You're chiseled. He was. <laughs> you were. You were worn out from Hexagon Live.
0: Oh my goodness, was I ever! I mean those those types of events for me being an over-the-top extrovert especially are exciting, um, but they're also challenging because you see so many people, you know, you're know, you surrounded by five to 6,000 of your closest friends and you're trying to meet with everyone, you're trying to get with all the partners, the customers, individual um, folks that you haven't seen in many years. And it's just difficult to pack it all through because there's only so much time today.
1: This was the sex- uh, second Hexagon Live after COVID, correct? That's right. What was it? Uh, what was different this year versus last year?
0: Oh wow! Um, so I think I don't know officially what the numbers were, but it th- did feel like there was a lot more people yeah. at this particular event. When I looked at the sessions that I spoke in and the ones that I participated in, um, you know, there were some that ended up having people file out of the room and down the hall um, simply because they are well well crowded, even when we had larger rooms. So it seemed like there was a lot more people. Um, It also was the expo floor I was really impressed with because the expo floor is always exciting for me with Hexagon because there's so many different technologies in the different divisions. You can go see some of the great tools that are visualization data collection tools from geosystems. So you'll see flyability, you'll see the drones, you see all the dogs running around, but there's also some really cool augmented reality and visual reality. And the idea is that one has and how you connect those dots with the different solutions, especially as it applies to assets is always exciting to me. And when we go visit with uh, customers or prospects or partners that go to that export floor too, they also have their own ideas. So it's just a whole world of creativity to see.
1: Yeah. I, I got to tell you when I was there, uh, outside of the fact that it was, it was five miles worth of rooms, five <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. I, I I put in sure. my steps most definitely and, and it seemed like there was a tremendous amount of engagement, specifically from the user community. What was your feedback from the user community from this event? I, I loved what you called the expo. It was I think it was called the Zone. Oh and, sorry. Yeah, I talk, <laughs> yeah cor, correction, Mr. Yeah. Chisel. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> and, and it was, it was. And and you got to see the the, the innovation in action. Uh, based off of the user community, what what was the feedback?
0: Well, what I saw the most in the user groups that I was in, like the strategic steering boards, uh, user advisory boards, um, individual customer sessions, even some of the social events that we had going through, um, there was a lot more bird of a feathering, if that's a word. Um, a lot more of those folks that are like in in nature talking to each other and helping each other. Um, when you look at the longevity that I've had, at least in 26 years of doing this, you have a lot of people that know each other, and have been around for a couple of decades, and they're still using the system. Look at CERN, for example, they've been around since 1987. Um, and you, but if you look at CERN too, they have more than just EAM, right? They're, they're a large organization, they do a lot of different types of things, and they're going in to try and understand how other people have used the tools, and how other people have identified value from those tools and outcomes from those tools. So I saw a lot of connections um, that were being made and a lot of discussions of, okay, tell me what you did. It's not necessarily just a tips and tricks conversation, but where did you think, what were you trying to go after, how did you build it through? Um, There was a lot of folks that are really starting to connect better because that's that one opportunity where you get to make contact, you get to make networking um, connections, and you get to be able to experience. And when you have like folks in the room, it's kind of hard uh, not to go deep and talking shop.
1: I was at the keynote event. Uh, I would have to say the evening of day one. I think it was right. or whatever. Uh, outside of the the cool, I, I don't know what it is, but it's cool presentation stuff. Yeah. A lot of movement, a lot of dazzle. I, I got to tell you, but one thing that did s- sort of stand out was it seems like there's a an effort to try to take all these this wonderful innovation and start to bring it together in a very cogent platform. Is that, is that what you're seeing? Yeah, I am seeing it at different levels. So if you look at the Asset Lifecycle
0: Intelligence Division, as an example, we're focusing now more in portfolios, the digital assets, the digital portfolio there. And then you have things like EAM, J5, Accelerator, KMS. You have a grouping of solutions. And then you also have that on the digital project side. And those are putting together to form more of a smart digital reality. Um, Then, I also started seeing more in terms of inter-divisional connection, Uh, so the Exalt solutions that are some sensor software, some integration software, some advanced tools, those connecting back and forth. Then I saw some of the partnerships that, of course, our new CEO, Paolo, was talking about working with NVIDIA um, as an example. There's a new world of opportunity there, those guys. Um, have a tremendous amount of of tools and capability that could really expedite what we do and vice versa we could be able to support them in a big way too so the connection touch points they're happening at many different levels as we start to go through
1: it seemed to me that it was still very much tip of the iceberg from a innovation perspective and it's it's like you can you can dream about it but it it's becoming more and more real, but you're still at the tip of the iceberg here.
0: Well, that and um, in in our world, what we typically love to see is we find out what people have done Um, because they do have these tools, they have ownership and they have skills, so they can actually take them and build their own configurations. They can take them and do their own connectivity options. They can build for a certain strategy for it. I mean, we always build for flexible, flexible platforms and for scalable platforms, and we do we build them for a certain reason, for a certain vertical. But when we see that someone's taking it in a different direction and it's been super positive, it's great to see. So I, we always get surprised. Um, we, we like to have our own connectivity and our own synergy, but it's always interesting, especially these kind of events, to find out what other people have done.
1: The one of the themes that was uh, quite obvious was uh, this this commitment to sustainability. Can you sort of expand upon that?
0: Sure. So um, one of the projects I've been involved with is Our Evolution. Um, that was a bit about the solar farm um, group that we had. So yeah. um, Hexagon owns a solar farm in Barcelona and the entire um, operation is all operated by Hexagon Technology. And the digital assets portfolio of ALI, we have, of course, the Hexagon AM installed into that and building it through. And, and and the entire intention there is to try and develop a highly optimized, highly scalable, and highly reproducible um, farm for renewable energy. Uh, another component there is looking at what they've done in that group around trying to understand uh, the fields of seagrass, the effects yeah. of mapping that out, and the effects of, of what water temperatures do, and trying to use the Hexner technology to map that out, to be able to predict that, to be able to fill it through. Another thing that I kept hearing too and seeing was customers that are now more routinely involved in their ESG reporting. And with their ESG reporting has become so crucial um, because the environmental impact that one has as an organization now is coming back up again. And it's good. It, it was there when we, we started doing work on this back in 2004. And it, went away just for a little bit now it's coming back again and the resurgence of that really has to go into again an asset management principle of understanding what kind of footprint your asset represents in terms of things like scope fugitive emissions one two and three typically some other ones too but water usage and things like that so we're we're definitely very conscious of it because you know we're conscious of what happens to our world uh, for our future generations to come, and yep. we think we have technology that can be able to help with that.
1: To I be think to it's build, a good, build, yeah. Build. I I think you're touching on a, a, a really a good segue into your enterprise asset management solution. How does that? How does that connect with all of the great innovation that is taking place within Hexagon? Can you explain that?
0: Sure. There's a couple different ways. There's some visualization components um, because we do have, of course, the asset registry. For a customer, and the interactivity that those make with the design side of the house, and what we have with an asset lifecycle intelligence group, calling the smart digital reality, we can we can view P and I D diagrams, 2D, 3D images, things like that that are brought into it. Um, but being able to do data collection of that with the tools that come from GeoSystems, from Leica and other ones, is something that we had done um, when we were first acquired. It was actually pretty easy for us to do at the beginning, but is starting to build it out even further now what we can do once we visualize that and we have interconnectivity to it with the eam base capabilities of things like the fugitive emissions or water air gas electric and steam consumption identification we can put a visibility into that we can make that information available uh, for other solutions to be able to consume view report on and predict so as we start to look at rejuvenating what we do in the asset sustainability as it applies to asset management that then becomes commoditized or democratized to the other organizations. So they can be able to use that data too. So in time um, it allows us to be able to do things like ESG reporting um, in a more automated fashion in a more real time data element fashion and really have it specific to what is going on in the equipment that's out there.
1: How does Hexagon and how does your team deal with the changes that are happening? So, Rapidly within Hexagon, and being able to say, "Let's say I'm a manufacturer. I'm mm-hmm. out here. I've got. I, I use your platform, but then there's this whole, you know, plethora of other options that could make. How do you deal with that, or how how does that communication go out? Because it just seems like to, if I'm not hear it, I don't know it. Right? Right.
0: It's tough, and that's part of the role that I have as a technical product evangelist is help evangelize some of that. Um, We do some roadshows to help educate the field. Um, We also work with partner events to help educate the field. Um, We do some marketing elements to help push it through. And some of our solutions out there also have a release cadence that we do release updates to because they're SaaS in nature. So as we add new feature functions or we add new connectivities or connectors to other technology, it's part of the release process that we have put in. So we have a few mechanisms that are out there. Um, But, of course, you know, everyone's got their day job that they're working on. Yeah. And they can't always take time off. So that's when we rely on some of our sales force to so do that connection outreach our customer success managers our project managers, consultants and partners to be able to help push that out.
1: Speaking of partners, uh, I was very fortunate to be able to have a, a number of conversations with uh, your partners. Uh, can you explain to the listener out there uh, the sim- uh, sort of the feedback that was going on with the partners? Are they excited about the Hexagon uh, solutions? What what What's the feedback?
0: So I guess um, for me, at least what I saw the most was excitement with an undertone of anxiety. And <laughs> <laughs> there, let me explain that a little. Uh, yeah, excitement excitement's sense. always good because it gets you all riled up, right? Um, but when you have a little bit of anxiety behind it is because perhaps it gets them into an area of the business that they're not as familiar with. Um, and to give you an example, as we look at Synergy and different combining different solutions together, let's take EAM as an example. We have an integration of enterprise asset management to a tool there called Ecosys. And that Ecosys tool is an enterprise project performance tool. Now, the reason why we have a Synergy built in is because EAM can always produce a budget report called an asset investment plan. So all things being equal, here's how much money you spent in the past three or four years. Let's take an average of that. Here's probably what it's going to be. But um, you have to deal with, you know, the unknowns. Uh, what happens if your supplier costs go up or the labor costs go up and you need to model for those different problems? Uh, EAM wasn't a great tool for that. Um, so we did integration over there with Ecosys, and we got um, an out-of-the-box touch point to them. And, and we're able to be able to, to do that prediction both in short-term, 12, 24 months, and even going out longer. What this no means is it gets partners into a new relationship point with their customers, with our customers, and even with projects. Now, does that mean that they have to bring out and and take on that discipline and start to get their folks educated start to get the folks going through? The answer is no. Um, They can continue to work as they are and then supplement as they go along, either our people or others, to be able to bring it through. The the question now becomes, however, is because of the, the architecture, because of the platform, because of the scale, you can add a lot of these capabilities at your own speed and not affect the upgrade process. So there's a ton that's out there that the partner may or may not know of. So they get excited, but they, they also know that there's a lot of education. That's why we have our partner university and different yeah. types of tools to be able to get brought up to speed so they can start to understand what kind of offerings do they want to consider, maybe in the short, medium, and long-term.
1: The, the feedback that I received from your partners was excitement. Oh, and good. it was because, okay, I've got the EAM platform. It's great. Love it. Know it like the back of my hands. And, right. and many of these partners have been around for a number of years. So, you know, thumbs up with that. But now, now they can approach their client base again and say, hey, check this out. And what they can do is, is sort of pick and choose the solutions. Right. They don't have to say, oh, my gosh, here's the big bang, and I got to know all of this stuff. No, they can just say, I know my customer base. This is a new solution that would benefit them and to be able to have that conversation. No, the the feedback has always been very exciting.
0: And there were some some partners that were in the zone, now that I got that name right, that (laughs) talked about reliability-centered maintenance and different types of predictive modeling and things like that. And the idea is to be able to touch those back in the tools that we have new, like the optimizer tool we call constraint optimizer, Um, and then other tools that we have to load into the, the back end of the system through our web service tier, I mean, there was a lot of just ideas just simply because those vendors, those partners, our people, our pre-sales people, our services people were all together and they were talking to each other for a while. I mean, after, you know, after a while of sitting there staring at each other, you want to go find out what they talk about and what they do. Um, And they definitely out of curiosity. It's just, again, pointing to creativity. The Zone really does that in a big way. It gets people together.
1: Yeah, it it was a dazzling sight. You know, it was uh, it was exciting for the eyes because you it it just like man we're 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 here. We're,
0: yeah, things for, are me, me like into, here. for me it put me into here. For me it put me into ADHD overdrive. Yes. I was just seeing everything that was going on of what I can do, what I can see, I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't even know that they could do that. <laughs> right. Or look over there, wow, did you see that? It was we can be able to do that now. Yes. I mean, it's, it, it's this kind of excitement, but at the same time, you can do that. I'm not familiar with that yet. I got to get up to speed on that before I present. I propose that to my customer.
1: It's, so it's it's so difficult. You could get distracted by that shiny object, you know, you easily. Can. You're absolutely right.
0: You can, but I mean, there's, it, it opens up the portfolio and it opens up the opportunity that a partner would have, or even a customer would have, or what they could consider. Uh, I mean, what's, what's interesting, I keep finding out is we go out to these customers, we go out to these even prospects and because of the, the, the sheer breadth of what Hexagon does, I've never once gone into a customer site to see no Hexagon technology at all. There's usually something there that they have. It's just, do they know it? How do they use it? Have they connected it? Right. Did they even think about it? So it's a lot of, you bring them to an education process um, when you see that, then they start connecting the dots on their
1: own. See, I, I think that that's just so exciting. I I, uh, I, really enjoyed Hexagon Live. Now, with that said, outside of the fact that we were walking, you know, one, one day we walked, no kidding, on our stepper. Step tracker, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, thirteen miles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> back and wow. forth. Yeah,
0: that was forth. it. Was a, it was a bit tough getting in between sessions, though. You got to admit, yeah. we only had so much time uh, to make it, literally yes. from one side of the park or or conference, whatever, to the other side. And then when you did that, of course, you're going to stop by people. You may want to get a coffee. You may actually want to use the bathroom in between, but you don't have no. a lot of time to do that. So you yeah. had to go really quick and up and over.
1: Get all winded.
0: Make yeah. it to your spot and you're all you're winded. you sweaty by the time you get over there. Listen, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. give me a second.
1: So yeah. with that said, what do you see it going? Like, Like put on your future hat just because I thought this was dazzling, but I know that we are at a point where it's sort of tip of the iceberg. What are you hearing out there from a future perspective and why is it important for – people to look into uh, hexagon as a way of solving some of their problems
0: well the the connections um my history of doing this for 26 years we we usually look at technology that we want to combine synergistically as a crawl walk run and what we look at that as is you know typically you have a solution it looks like it's an applicable opportunity so you do a point integration or you do a point side by side, you use something. And that's usually, you know, you install it and you have services come out and you implement it. The second step is building it further as a connector. So a lot of that is out of the box. There's a framework, there's a starting point. Maybe you have seed data or just, you have some basic structure for it more out of the box. And then of course the run stage is really when you start to see it all connected, it's already part looks part of the product because it is, the platforms in terms of their technology structures are the same. You can start to build through there's drag and drop the connection points. I mean, a lot of it's built in as we start to to look to all the technology that's there. um, There's going to be a lot more normalization like that. Um, There's already connection points that customers have done on their own on that walk, quote unquote, stage. And they've even developed out their own connector touch points on their own. Um, But in time, we'll start to be able to learn from that. We'll build from it. And then with the ongoing investment, that hexagon. Puts into platforms uh, such as what they're doing with the smart digital reality over time it'll be even easier to be able to bring those on more quickly um so that's really promising for the technology that they have today yeah. but as they go forward even more technology can be brought on faster
1: it, uh, what i like and what i hear you saying is that there's a there's a commitment to usability simplicity being able to connect but then there's this Major horsepower of uh, benefits associated with the solution, so I'm bullish. There for is what
0: it's worth. Um, usability is—it's is no joke, man. I mean, if you can find—if <laughs> you can find, I mean, at, at, at Info we call it the the hook and loop, so the Velcro would hook and loop back together, and you would have yeah. technology with elegance that are connected together. Yeah. Um, and and they're they've they've done a lot of that here as well. And you're thinking about the end user, the personas, the the, the flows that they go through um because at the end of the day customers won benefit they want quick and with the rate of technology going as it is they should expect it and they will but it's a matter of you know getting to what those business needs are and getting to them fast and a lot of them are some of the same old stuff equipment overall efficiency ratings different types of RCM principles on the am side the connector worker experience and some of the things that we do in j5 the build that we have out of different types of work procedures and accelerator KMS, the security that we have built in to what we do with PAS Global and Plant State Integrity Tools and on and on and on, but they all they all can start to talk more seamlessly and they all can start to be have the same usability to them. It's it's pushing it pushing in the right direction at the same time. I it's like a lot that. more difficult than you think, but when it when oh. it gets done when it gets done, it's awesome.
1: See, I like that.
0: How do people get a hold of you, Kevin? So, best is my email, um, yep. Kevin. Dot Price at Hexagon.com.
1: There you go, man. And and has there been a date for Hexagon Live for next year? Do we know?
0: Not that I'm aware of yet. Um, so keep on I'm the sure. lookout. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to definitely you know bring the Fitbit or the, the step tracker next time I'm <laughs> I can At least <laughs> a point then. to something that you know I, I got more exercise. I wasn't just in a conference room
1: all day. And, you know, yeah, then we can <laughs> compare data. Like right? that, hey, what do you got there? Fitbit, hey, check it out. How exactly. seventy-five then, million? You know, the
0: other thing is in Vegas, you never know if it's a day or night, or is it is it light? Is it raining? You don't have oh, a clue because no. you're inside all the time, and then yeah. you go into these these hotels where they have skies painted on the ceiling, and you don't even know what it is, man. No, but no, and it is still it's, a great time. I I I, I, I truly it. enjoy these. I'm an extroverted heart, so I enjoy yeah. it. But it's always it's always a pleasure to get to see folks uh, like you and catch up.
1: one last question if if i'm just if i'm just tipping my toes into looking for solutions hexagon live is uh, a way of being able to learn what's available correct
0: you bet it's a it's a good starting point it's a good introduction but um bring bring a large glass because you'll be drinking from the fire hose for a little bit um (laughs) if you don't understand some of these and there's a lot of information to take but there's also ton of people that are here, ready, willing, and able to follow up with you.
1: I like that. I like the collaboration. Again, always a pleasure having you on the podcast. Always, man. All right, we're going to have all the contact information for Kevin out on Industrial Talk. Reach out. Put Hexagon Live on your calendar for next year. You have plenty of time to plan for that event, and you will not be disappointed. I'm telling you right now, you will not be disappointed. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Kevin never disappoints. He always brings the information lumber and just dumps it off and just says, look at this. That's Kevin Price. Hexagon is the company. Hexagon Live was... I I, I can't advocate this enough. If you're interested... You don't even have to have any of the Hexagon products, but if you're interested in learning, in understanding what is happening out there, this event is for you. Innovation is happening, whether you like it or not. How do you fit into that? Is all up to you to learn and to collaborate so that you can innovate to create those bus- the business that is resilient. And I, I don't, I don't know of a better way of doing it than Hexagon Live. I know you have to wait a year-ish, whatever it is, but it is well worth it. And you are just—you're going to be drinking from a fire hose to quote uh, Kevin Price. you are going to have more. Be bold, be brave, Derek Gately. We're going to have more coming from this conversation shortly, so stay tuned.